0: Well, Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, where we help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and why you should stand with Israel. I'm Rabbi Jonathan Burnus. Today, my guest is uh, well known to most of you, and he's written a new book called The Lion of Judah. We're going to be talking about how two religions that worship the same God ended up walking in very different paths, but they're coming back together Again, through the person of Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah. Please welcome my dear friend, Rabbi Kurt Schneider. Rabbi, welcome back. Thank you for your love. It's so great to have you. you.
1: Great to be here. Hey,
0: I know your testimony, but I'm not sure that everybody watching does. How did a nice Jewish boy like you come to believe in Jesus?
1: Well, it happened almost 40 years ago, 1978. Knew nothing about Jesus. Raised in a very, very Jewish uh, area, uh, eastern suburb of Cleveland called Beechwood which is actually cited as having the second largest concentration of Jews in the world outside of Israel. So Jesus was very, very foreign to me, never thought about him, no one ever witnessed to me, and never read the New Testament, but I was lost in life. I was struggling in fear. I was looking for purpose, and in the midst of this state of really having an identity crisis, I went to sleep one night, it was an August summer night, and Jesus appeared to me in the middle of the night. He awoke me from my sleep. I saw him appear on the cross. A ray of red light from straight through the sky, Rabbi Jonathan, beamed down on Yeshua's head. I knew God was showing me, this is the way to me. Even though I didn't know who Jesus was doctrinally, as an American, I knew enough to know that the person on the cross was Jesus Christ.
0: Were you, were you, what were you taught about Jesus, if anything? Nothing at all.
1: I never thought about him totally, just completely foreign, you know, the God of the Gentiles. Right. Never even considered Not
0: him. an option. Nothing. But now you're faced with, and we, we were, we've talked about this many times, we both wrestled in high school, that was your identity. But so this void came about as a result of no longer being able to wrestle or wrestling, finishing exactly, for you. Exactly,
1: exactly. That was kind of my world. My world was confined to people that wrestled my weight class. That was it. Didn't consider anything else. I had one goal, to be state champ, and that was what I thought about and trained for all year yeah. long. Very simple life, but not really an accurate reflection of the bigger
0: world. So what do you do? You have this revelation of Jesus. Nobody witnessing to you, never reading the scriptures. What do you do with that? That's, that's miraculous. God is sovereign. Well, it, you know what? You and I were talking last night. I was so inspired
1: by just listening to you, you share your testimony and the passion that you have for the gospel, Rabbi. Same thing. When God revealed himself to me that night, I knew that God was alive and that I could experience him because when he, when he, when he appeared to me, And I saw that ray of red light come down on Jesus' head, going straight up to the sky. I knew it was coming from God. I knew that God loved me. I knew God had showed me the way, even though I didn't know what the way was, because I didn't really know anything about Jesus other than that the person on the cross was Jesus. But faith and hope came into my heart in one second. And uh, eventually just started telling everybody about it. Eventually somebody said to me, you need to go get a new Testament. I just started devouring the word of God and one thing just kept leading to another.
0: So your life began to transform.
1: Yes, absolutely. Through
0: reading the Word, through that, but that experience changed something inside of you, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, that's powerful. God is sovereign, and He He has the answer for you today. You may be asking, "Where is God?" He's right there. He's ready to touch you. He's ready to reveal Himself to you. I love it when God reveals Himself. Don't you?
1: Amen. And that's Rabbi, what you just said. That's really. That's really the point is that we can experience God. That's why, that's why suddenly after having that experience, I became alive inside. Remember, I was lost, I was in fear, directionless. But when I had that encounter with God, hope and joy came into my heart because I knew it was possible to experience the living God and that's been my goal ever since I mean I'm a messianic rabbi you know I teach on television but my goal my first goal is to experience the presence of God in my life and attain victory there's a
0: huge difference between religion and relationship and we grew up learning about the, the the religion of Judaism yes but when we entered into that relationship with the living God everything changed for me 38 years ago for you 40 over 40 years ago. Yep, yep, And you're still
1: going strong Rabbi. And
0: you. Praise God. And God wants you to go strong as well. Well one of the things that uh, you've written a lot about and studied is the connection between the Old and New Testaments Mm -hmm. and where they diverge. So let's talk about themes that reappear in both the Old and the New and Mm -hmm. then later on we'll talk about some of the differences between what we find in the old and what we find in the new.
1: Okay, beautiful. One of the things that we know uh, is that many of us have a hard time understanding how the God of the Hebrew Bible could be the same God that we see revealed in the New Testament. I mean, we read so many stories in the Hebrew Bible about people getting killed and, and judgment falling, you know, and then we turn to the New Testament and it's suddenly like, well, what happened? Did God just put on his happy hat or something? <laughs> and people see, have a really hard time making the connection. But what we find is this, when we take a step out of the forest, when we take a step back to be able to see what's really going on, big, big blueprint picture, we see that the most fundamental aspect of God's nature that is exalted in the Hebrew Bible is His holiness. And we find that same exact truth being repeated in the New Testament. So what I do is I show people how the nature of God is identical as revealed in both the Tanakh or the Hebrew Bible, and the New Testament as well, that God is first of all, holy above all else. And secondly, that he's always been a God of grace. And, and of course, there's a lot to flesh that out, but that statement is the
0: truth. It's the same God. It's the same see, God. See, sometimes I, I listen to teachers and they give an impression almost of either two gods or a God who changed his mind somewhere along mm-hmm. the way. But you see a God, a God who's holy in both the old and the new, and you see a God who is merciful, and forgiving Mm. in both the old and the new. Absolutely. So true. Rabbi, we're only going to scratch the surface today. There's so much to talk about. I'm so glad you've written your new book, uh, The Lion of Judah, because you explain all this in detail. I want you to talk about it and why people need to read this. You know,
1: Rabbi, when people compliment me, the highest compliment in my own heart that I receive is when someone says to me, you make it so simple that anybody can understand it. And what I've done in Line of Judah is I've helped people understand two things. Number one, how the Old and New Testaments connect to each other and fit together like a hand in a glove. Mm -hmm. And then conversely, I show people how Judaism and Christianity separated to become two different movements when Jesus is not only the Savior of the world, but the King of the Jews. After getting done reading Line of Judah, I promise you, God's people will have much less confusion and have a lot more peace. This is a book, the information in here, sincerely, it's very difficult to find. A lot of work has gone into it and I really believe it can be a blessing to a Rabbi, it's a
0: great book a lot and lot of I, that's why we're offering it today uh, on the program. We don't sell materials, we sow materials into your life as you partner with us to bring the gospel to Jewish people, to provide, medical, dental, eye care, but to share the gospel. Most importantly, I want to get this book out to you with some other resources, including this beautiful wall hanging, The Lion of the Tribe of Judah. We need you to stand with us monthly. Here's how.
2: As you are learning today, there is much to explore concerning God's attributes and his presence found in the Old and New Testaments. Jonathan's guest today, Rabbi Kurt Schneider, has spent hundreds of hours studying the scriptures in an effort to produce his book entitled, The Lion of Judah. In it, you'll learn the historical backgrounds of Christianity and Judaism. You'll discover why division exists between Christians and Jews. And you'll learn the right way to share your faith with your Jewish friends. Rabbi Schneider's book is available today for your one-time gift of just $40. And we'll also include this wonderful coffee mug reminding you each day to pray for the peace of Israel. Your gift of $40 will go towards our current outreaches in Africa, helping to provide medical care and clean water to those who are so desperately in need. Would you consider becoming a monthly supporter of Jewish Voice? Your faithful monthly support will ensure that we'll be able to consistently provide medicines and antibiotics to those who wouldn't have access to them otherwise. In addition, your monthly gift of $30 will provide medical care for one person each month. As a way of saying thank you, Jonathan also wants to send you this incredible Lion of Judah tapestry. This beautifully woven piece will be a treasure in your home as it boldly declares, the Lion of Judah has triumphed. We'll send you Rabbi Schneider's book, The Coffee Mug, and the Lion of Judah tapestry as you support Jewish Voice today with a gift of just $30 a month.
0: This is really the epicenter of the whole clinic outreach ministry. This is our prayer room where people are coming and hearing the most important message they can hear in their lifetime. The message of a God who loves them and cares them has sent his son to die for them. That's why we provide the free dental care, medical care, medicines, eyeglasses. It's all to earn the right to share the love of God with these people. All those things can change their physical life for a period of time. This changes their life forever. I want to thank you for sending us to proclaim the good news so that thousands of people here, Jewish people here in Gondar, Ethiopia, can hear the truth and respond and be saved. Their eternal destinies are hanging in the balance. We need you to help. We need you to partner with us. A little bit goes a long way here, so please pick up the phone, log on to our website, and give whatever you can today. It's not just about meeting the physical needs, although that's important. It's about changing their eternal destiny. You can help make that a reality, so please be as generous and sacrificial as you can today.
2: Please call the 800 number on the screen now and let our operator know what level of giving you wish to participate in. If you prefer, you can always choose to give online at jewishvoice.tv or you can also give by mailing your gift to the address on the screen. Jonathan is encouraging you to become a monthly supporter as the need to help these Jewish tribes and their neighbors is ongoing and urgent. Remember, as a result of your giving today, YOU'LL BE CHANGING SOMEONE'S LIFE BY GIVING THEM THE GIFT OF MEDICAL CARE, LIFE-SAVING MEDICINES, AND CLEAN WATER FOR THEIR FAMILY. THANK YOU IN ADVANCE FOR YOUR GENEROUS SUPPORT AND FOR MAKING A DIFFERENCE IN SO MANY LIVES THROUGH YOUR SACRIFICE. NOW, LET'S REJOIN JONATHAN. WELCOME BACK. MY GUEST IS RABBI
0: KURT SCHNEIDER. MANY OF YOU KNOW HIM FROM his WONDERFUL TELEVISION PROGRAM, DISCOVERING THE JEWISH JESUS. He's a longtime friend and co-worker. We're both bringing the gospel to our people. We Amen. both have that same calling. And uh, Jewish people are coming to faith Amen. In, yeah. in greater numbers than ever before. So last segment, we talked about the themes, mm-hmm. the same God, right? the God who is holy, 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 mm-hmm. the God who is also a God of mercy and forgiveness mm-hmm. in both the Old and New Testaments. But the, but the, but the fact of history is, christianity and judaism although they began as one all jews who believed in jesus did separate Mm -hmm. how did they separate and why
1: rabbi one of the most fascinating discoveries i made in the word of god is in reading john 11. after jesus raised lazarus from the dead the pharisees got together and they said what are we going to do if we let him continue we're going to lose our place in our nation Meaning that as the Jewish people of Jesus' day witnessed his power, they began leaving, following the Pharisees to follow him. And as the Pharisees observed this phenomenon taking place, they realized unless they stopped Jesus, they would lose their role as a religious leader of the nation. And the scripture says there in John 11, Rabbi, that from that point forward, they sought as to how they would kill him. So the Pharisees... They saw their demise. They saw their demise. And of course, to be fair, there were some huge theological issues as well going on. They couldn't understand how Jesus could claim to be one with the Father. There were some theological issues going on. But at the root was jealousy and pride. And what happened was, in 70 AD, when the temple was destroyed, the pillars of Judaism also fell apart because the pillars of biblical Judaism were the temple the sacrifices, and the priesthood. I mean, we know the Lord told us in Leviticus 17, 11, that the life of the flesh is in the blood, saith the Lord, and I've given it to you on the altar to make an atonement for your soul. The blood
0: sacrifice, we know, was offered in the temple. And I'm sure we both get that question all the time. How did Jews have their sins atoned for? Yes. They don't have a sacrificial system anymore. There is no more temple. They had to reinvent things, and so that's what right.
1: happened. The temple's destroyed, as a result of that, the leading Jewish people got together at a council called Yavna in 90 A.D., not long after the temple was destroyed. And they said, what are we going to do? I mean, we cannot practice Judaism the way that we've been practicing it for you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. And they reinvented Judaism there in 90 A.D. And from this reinvention of Judaism, we get the term Rabbinic Judaism. Now, today's Orthodoxy, Jewish Orthodoxy today... The most strict adherence of, uh, of Judaism today is from the Orthodox. Their orthodoxy has its genesis, has its root in this council that took place in 90 AD called the Council of, of Yavna. Here's the point. Who was at the Council of Yavna? Who created rabbinic Judaism that, is, uh, that Orthodox Judaism is based on today? It was the sons and grandsons in 90 AD of the Pharisees that wanted to kill Jesus.
0: The ancient rabbis. The The ancient ancient rabbis. rabbis. Today's rabbis of old are their predecessors. Exactly. And so we have a Judaism that does not require blood sacrifice anymore, right? Does not require a literal temple and does not require a sacrifice. Yes. Right? Although we have a segment that is desiring to see a temple rebuilt today. And the attitude as well because the
1: attitude of these at Yavna, remember they were the sons and grandsons of the Pharisees that wanted Jesus killed partially due to their jealousy and pride. So their attitude of anti-Jesus came into Yavna through their sons and grandsons and it has been passed on now to every succeeding generation of Jews down to this present day so that you and I know we were raised in our homes. We don't believe in Jesus. We never ask
0: why. So, how do we overcome this? How do we bridge this gap now? Well, I think
1: that we continue to challenge the Jewish community with the truth of their own scriptures. Of their own scriptures. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of people that have Jewish friends, they have co workers that are Jewish, uh, and I really encourage you to pray for them. What, what advice would you give them mm-hmm. to be a light mm-hmm. to that Jewish person that's in their life?
1: So what we need to do with our Jewish friends and contacts and Jewish people that we come across, we need to love them, but we also need to challenge them with the truth of the Messiah. And one of the easiest ways to do that for Gentile believers is just to tell their testimony. Tell Jewish people what Jesus has done for you.
0: I find that they they might not want to be preached at, but they, they love the supernatural. The Bible says that the Jewish people seek after a sign that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. And that's why we're in all the, the the, the Jewish people miss, are are just predominant in the cults and the occult. Mm. There's a disproportionate number. We're right. only a one quarter of one percent. Right. It's because Jewish people, I believe, Rabbi, have a zeal for God, but they don't have the knowledge of that's God. That's exactly what Paul said. Yeah. So uh, let's take a moment, okay, and let's pray for the Jewish friend or neighbor or coworker. Also for you, Rabbi, would you lead that? Would you lead people in prayer right now to be an effective light for the Jewish friend in their life?
1: Well, Father, we just believe that this is a time that you're pouring forth your spirit to bring Jewish people into the family of God. I pray, Father, for the Gentiles that are watching right now, that you would give them a spirit of boldness and creativity to step out in faith and to share their love for you with Jewish people. Father, we break fear off your people right now to be able to be bold in the name of Jesus. And Jesus, I pray that by the Holy Spirit, you would give them creative strategies to be able to share their faith in you in Yeshua's name. We pray, Father, for hearts to be open and for the fullness of your kingdom to come. Amen.
0: Amen. Rabbi, we, we have so little time, so much to talk mm-hmm. about. You've written a great book, The Lion of Judah. Right. I, I want you to talk about it and why people need to read this because okay. they do need to read okay. it.
1: Rabbi, I, I'm really thankful that the Lord allowed me to write this book because I think it addresses a need that is not often addressed in the church today. I'm such a reader. I've got so many books and I love reading. But this book is very unique because it contains information that very few people are being exposed to. So many people are confused about the Bible. They don't know how the Old and New Testaments connect. And at least I'm almost disturbed because they can't figure out how the God of the Hebrew Bible could be the same God they see in the New Testament. In line of Judah, I show you how the the Old and New Testaments connect together like a hand in a glove. I also help you to understand why it is that Jewish people are almost pre-programmed to reject Jesus today. When you understand the theological and historical reasons that Jews have rejected Jesus over the centuries, it will really help you to know how to share your love for Jesus with them. Rabbi, I pray this book is a blessing to you and your people.
0: Listen, I want you to grow in your faith. God wants you to grow in your faith. We want to sow this book into your life along with some other resources. And that's our way of saying thank you for partnering with us as a ministry. If you want to bless the Jewish people, you have an opportunity through this ministry and Rabbi Schneider's ministry to reach the Jewish people with the gospel. It's the greatest blessing you can ever give them. I want to especially encourage you to become a monthly partner and I'll get this beautiful wall hanging, the Lion of the Tribe of Judah out to you. Please, the Jewish people, in places like Ethiopia and Zimbabwe need your help, you can bless them with us together in partnership. So we want to get these resources out to you right away as you partner with us, here's how.
2: As you are learning today, there is much to explore concerning God's attributes and his presence found in the Old and New Testaments. Jonathan's guest today, Rabbi Kurt Schneider, has spent hundreds of hours studying the scriptures in an effort to produce his book entitled, The Lion of Judah. In it, you'll learn the historical backgrounds of Christianity and Judaism. You'll discover why division exists between Christians and Jews. And you'll learn the right way to share your faith with your Jewish friends. Rabbi Schneider's book is available today for your one-time gift of just $40. And we'll also include this wonderful coffee mug reminding you each day to pray for the peace of Israel. Your gift of $40 will go towards our current outreaches in Africa, helping to provide medical care and clean water to those who are so desperately in need. Would you consider becoming a monthly supporter of Jewish Voice? Your faithful monthly support will ensure that we'll be able to consistently provide medicines and antibiotics to those who wouldn't have access to them otherwise. In addition, your monthly gift of $30 will provide medical care for one person each month. As a way of saying thank you, Jonathan also wants to send you this incredible Lion of Judah tapestry. This beautifully woven piece will be a treasure in your home as it boldly declares, the Lion of Judah has triumphed. We'll send you Rabbi Schneider's book, The Coffee Mug, and the Lion of Judah tapestry, as you support Jewish Voice today with a gift of just $30 a month.
0: This is really the epicenter of the whole clinic outreach ministry. This is our prayer room where people are coming and hearing the most important message they can hear in their lifetime. The message of a God who loves them and cares them has sent his son to die for them. That's why we provide the free dental care, medical care, medicines, eyeglasses. It's all to earn the right to share the love of God with these people. All those things can change their physical life for a period of time. This changes their life forever. I wanna thank you for sending us to proclaim the good news so that thousands of people here, Jewish people here in Gondor, Ethiopia can hear the truth and respond and be saved. Their eternal destinies are hanging in the balance. We need you to help. We need you to partner with us. A little bit goes a long way here, so please pick up the phone, log on to our website, and give whatever you can today. It's not just about meeting the physical needs, although that's important. It's about changing their eternal destiny. You can help make that a reality. So please be as generous and sacrificial as you can today.
2: Please call the 800 number on the screen now and let our operator know what level of giving you wish to participate in. If you prefer, you can always choose to give online at jewishvoice.tv or you can also give by mailing your gift to the address on the screen. Jonathan is encouraging you to become a monthly supporter as the need to help these Jewish tribes and their neighbors is ongoing and urgent. Remember, as a result of your giving today, you will be changing someone's life by giving them the gift of medical care, life-saving medicines, and clean water for their family. Thank you in advance for your generous support and for making a difference in so many lives through your sacrifice.
0: Welcome back. A great interview today with Rabbi Kurt Schneider. And now it's time for our Ask the Rabbi segment where I answer some questions that we've received from you, our viewers. And I really encourage you to write to me and uh, maybe one of your questions will be read in an upcoming program. So the first one comes from Brenda who uh, is writing from Wayne, Ohio, Wayne, Ohio. And Brenda's question is, why is Jesus referred to as the Lamb and the Lion, the Lamb and the Lion. Great question, Brenda. So these are two names for Jesus for Yeshua that I believe relate to both his first coming and his return. Uh, He came as the lamb of God, we're told that takes away the sins of the world. We've been redeemed not with corruptible things, such as silver and gold, but with the precious blood of the lamb. So he is our Passover lamb, but he'll return as the lion of the tribe of Judah and he'll come in power and might. Lion refers to, of course, the fierceness of God who comes in judgment. Jesus came as the lamb with forgiveness and mercy and healing. He comes back as the lion of the tribe of Judah in vengeance to destroy the enemies of God. Let me read a scripture to you that I love so much. And you see both faces of the Messiah in, it's in Revelation chapter 5. Beginning in verse 5, then one of the elders uh, tells me, stop weeping. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has triumphed. He is worthy to open the scroll and its seven seals. And in the midst of the throne, verse 6, and the four living creatures in the midst of the elders, I saw Lamb standing as having been slain. There's the, the Lion and the Lamb together, the same person, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah, both the Lamb of God and the Lion of Judah. Uh, I think we have time for one more from Kurt, and Kurt's writing to us from Canton, Missouri. Do you think people should only marry someone the same religion as them? Uh, Well, here's what I believe about that, Kurt. I believe that we shouldn't be unequally yoked together in marriage with unbelievers. It's not so much an issue of religion, it's an issue of relationship with God, and you're unequally yoked together when you marry someone, uh, or even date somebody uh, who's not a believer, who doesn't uh, uh, put the Lord first in their life. And there's many, many problems that result from that. So um, I really encourage you, if you're if you're wanting to date or you're dating now, date a believer who who has the same values, the same worldview that you have. That's really, really important. Uh, I really encourage you, again, to write with your questions. And uh, I love receiving your questions. I want you to know that we have prayer warriors standing by. If you have prayer needs or you'd like more information about the ministry, you can log on to our website. It's jewishvoice.tv. jewishvoice.tv. We're here to help you because God loves you, and so do we. As I close the program, I want to remind you to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6 reminds us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. So I speak prosperity over your life this week and over your family as you pray for Israel and the Jewish people. I uh, speak healing to any sickness that you're fighting. I command the release of divine provision in your life this week in the name of Yeshua, in Jesus' name, I agree with you by faith that your need shall be met according to God's word. Receive, receive, receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we're out of time. Until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you.